Hey, this is Colorworks Radio, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. This week, my guest is Daisha Devon Harris, an artist whose work in photography was recently awarded a prestigious Aaron Siskin Individual Photographers Fellowship Grant and a NIFA Artist Fellowship in Photography. So listen up. Good? Yeah. No. No, it's fine. Okay. But <laughs> I feel bad. For the people listening, the alumni show is at the uh, St. Rose uh, Esther Massery Massery Gallery. Right. Yeah. See, I'm learning again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's up till the sixth. Is that right? December or something like that. I think that? it's like six or seven. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Got that one. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, it's a show of two alumni, year one, and um, Rachel, other, Baxter. Rachel, Rachel Baxter, Baxter is the other one who couldn't be here, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought um, seeing your work in that context all together um, was really beautiful. And I also really enjoyed the installation that you did. I thought that was, like, really cool, too. That had a kind of a... Um, forgetting the artist's name, but it had this kind of vibe to it that I, I thought was like in nice contrast with the photographs and it kind of accented like the show in a way that was, I thought, pretty interesting. Um, I feel like I was kind of drawn to that part of the gallery to like experience what was in there. So um, that was like super nice, I thought, in contrast to the other pieces there. I am excited that you like use the word drawn to it because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the allure of of some of the objects on the tree are Mm -hmm. are particularly to 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 that to draw people in. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I can tell you about the history of of those specific items (laughs) later. But yeah, that's that was on purpose. And I'm glad that it worked. Oh, it did work. Actually, my my kids really liked that piece too. I think that was probably their favorite. Um, but with we can go back to the to the ones uh, with the with the water. Um, so I, it's exciting to me to have you here because you're I think one of the first photographers I've talked to. And me being a photographer, I can get all dorky about it. But um, I I was really drawn to those pieces uh, with the color and the light and the motion. And just not knowing the context of like where they're coming from, they're beautiful to enjoy and to experience. But then having that other layered context, uh, you know, gives them this other kind of presence. Um, And it makes them feel like storytelling. Uh, You know, in my mind, there's a story to be told um, with those images. Do you could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, uh, narr- I live for narratives, so <laughs> there's definitely storytelling in all of my work. And um, I began that series with a video piece, actually. Oh, really? Um, and um, the video piece um, is called um, I Want to Cross Over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also a line from a spiritual um, called Deep River. Hmm. Um, and that began, well, the series One More River to Cross um, evolved from a previous series that I have um, called Just Beyond the River. 
Um, and in Just Beyond the River, I was photographing images um, that were created in the water, but from above. Mm -hmm. um, so um, horizontally over the water. And while I was making that series, I just, you know, one day I thought, well, I wonder what like this would look like from a different perspective. Mm. Um, and so I stuck a camera under the water mm. um, just to like test it out and see what the environment looked like. And, you know, it was wonderful. And I thought, oh, there's a lot that I can do here. Okay. Um, and particularly um, how the series started was, um, um, hold on, let me think. Well, much like Just Beyond the River, I was thinking about both um, the African-American history of this nation um, and how um, the violence that was perpetrated throughout the history is you know still manifesting itself mm -hmm. um and very violent and um just ongoing ways particularly with um all of the black and brown people who have been um murdered by um the police uh, so by extension our government in the past um let's see i'd say like in the past seven years because it was with Trayvon Martin that I felt like I got paralyzed in mm. um, in being in not being able to like think about anything else. It, um, I mean, of course, it's like that for many people, but I just um, it's like a like a skipping record. I just like right. keep yeah, coming yeah. back to that, and and I think it's because um, when that um, tragedy happened. And uh, his murderer got off scot free. I I just like knew that this would open a floodgate of you know just more and more violence because there's no um, re repercussions for people right. who perpetrate violence against Nothing black and brown people. Yeah. And so I just you know um, I wouldn't say fell into a depression because I'm generally a optimistic person and mm -hmm. work my way through that. But um, like I, like I said, I just keep keep coming back to that. And of course, as we know, there's just uh, since then been endless cases. And I started to think about the ways in which when when these incidents would happen, um, you know, the public would not be horrified, but instead would come up with uh, excuses or what I say call it suggestions on on um, how black people might not be terrorized. Like, um, for example, in the case of um, in the case of um, Terrence Crutcher, um, his car broke down or something to the effect. Um, mm -hmm. And the police came up to him on the street where his car was abandoned. And, and um, you know, they said, put your hands up. And he put his hands up. And then he started to retreat. And he still got shot right. for no reason. And He I did mean, what they wanted. Right, right, right. He, he did what they wanted. He was still shot. Um, you know, Michael Brown... Um, was running away 
away from the police. So, you know, that's not a threat. Mm -hmm. He got shot. He then turned around and was with his hands up. Please don't shoot me. He still got shot. Sandra Bland, when she got pulled over at a bogus traffic stop, stood her ground. She was basically like, don't, you know, don't terrorize me. You don't intimidate me. And we, she, you know, she ends up dead from that interaction. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just like, what, like, what, what? What can it's the existence that is a problem to me is yeah. is is what that comes down to. If people can't walk, run, you know whether they walk, run, stop, turn around, stand still, and the the outcome is is still the same. So mm-hmm. it's it's what that tells me is that it's the existence of black people that that is the problem, and mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. So in one more river to cross, I'm I'm referencing. Um, Physically, um, those those movements that that people have done to you know escape um, white violence, and and also um, referencing obviously the historic um, escape from slavery, which mm-hmm. often involved crossing bodies of water, mm-hmm. um, and and also the the spiritual aspect of mm-hmm. of crossing water. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's. Yeah, there's, that's intense. Yeah. Um. As always, thanks for listening. Please tune in next week for part two of my interview with Daisha. And as always, go check out Collarworks Gallery at 621 River Street in Troy, New York. Also, the theme music is provided by the faith.